Hello there and welcome to the I'll Try That podcast. I believe this will be the first one of the year because we're recording on January 2nd. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Beer. I'm assuming you boys had rip-raging ragers of New Year's. Naturally. Off the hook. I was up yes. till I was up to like oh god, what was it like eleven fifty two something like that? Yeah, mad. No, I was uh, I had a very quiet one, that's for sure. Um, yeah, that was uh, it was nice. Was the, the my wife, heavily pregnant wife, uh, young puppy, uh, not a com- a potent combination for all night rages <laughs> through the uh, <laughs> through the new year. <laughs> what about you? What about you, Travers? Uh, I drank dark and stormy cocktails and a bottle of, or a magnum of red wine, may I say. Ooh, not not wow. just a bottle of magnum. Uh, yeah. A magnum of very nice red wine given to me by my uncle. Um, and then was tucked up in bed with Rowley the Greyhound snoring next to me. So yeah, not not, not exactly the, 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 the exciting New Year's I used to have. It's about one, I reckon. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to the podcast. So this week we are trying the blonde beer. Le Choufi? Is that Choufi? How do you pronounce that? Am I pronouncing it wrong? Le Chouf? I've heard Le Chouf before, but I think... <laughs> I, think I think Le Chouf might be the one. Yeah, let's do Le Chouf. Le Chouf is feminine, Lechouf. after all. Le, uh, Le, Le Chouf, the blonde beer. And I can't even... You can tell I've done my research. Where's it from? Belgium. Belgium, there we go. The Belgian <laughs> blonde beer, Le Chouf. <laughs> He's looking forward um, to it. Yeah. <laughs> but first, we've got the hot topic. I'll hand you over to Mr. Barber. Thanks, Travis. Um, yeah, a short one today, really, and just a bit sad. It's, it's, I mean, obviously, you guys and the whole world will, will see a lot of the news that come into you know Gloucestershire live um, and that sort of thing. <laughs> but um, no, just a bit of a sad one. A lovely old pub in my neck of the woods is closed. Um, the air balloon um, to make way for a very exciting £460 million road scheme um, just to ease congestion around the A417. So, I mean, <laughs> the, every every cloud and that sort of thing. But um, <laughs> no, just quite a uh, historic, iconic pub has been lost. The, the hot air balloon, the, the air balloon pub uh, in Birdlip, which I understand opened its doors in 1784 um, and has it served its last pint uh, on New Year's Eve um, and actually, I heard because there there was news of the closure, the place is absolutely inundated. I hear they ran out of um, several uh, several drafts, including Guinness. But um, it, almost a bit of a shame that it was only on hearing that that it was closing, um, that that they sort of flooded in. But yeah, no, they've closed their doors to make way for a new road. I mean, to be fair, the road for a new br- road. Yeah, well, it's it's basically it's a really really annoying junction and it's basically the way if you are from quite a big chunk of Gloucestershire and you want to go towards London that's the one to go for and it always ends up going wrong particularly as a probably will have seen when there's like bad ice and snow yeah. and that sort of thing so um, it's a bit of a shame um, but yeah it's been going 1784 I mean it's not going to be the oldest in the world but yeah, a bit of heritage going, going sadly uh, yeah down down the pan from what from what I remember, the view from there is phenomenal. If I'm thinking of the one I'm thinking of, up near up near Sirencester way, it's yeah, it's the way that links um, 
but what Cheltenham, Gloucester, and and, and Sirencester, and, and I know it. We used to go around it on that roundabout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you would have been oh, be past it enough times. Yeah, yeah. Um, sort of There's always a too. traffic jam going up and around that there though. There's always a bit of a blockage yeah. going on. Some some HGV lorry that's trying to take that roundabout a little bit too acute and it's kind of got stuck, <laughs> you know, in that kind of corner. Yeah. So on the upside, there'll be less congestion. That's true. Yeah, and you'll be able to—I don't know—presumably get home a little bit quicker and go to your local. I don't. That's not trying to make it like. <laughs> no, it's, it's a shame though. It's obviously because, as you said, it's been around for a long time, and I'd imagine as they kept passing this pub on from generation to landlord to different hands, they didn't think it would be being passed over to basically be demolished for a new road. Uh, you know, that's probably the the saddest part of this. But you know, for the current custodians of the said pub, probably a nice payout. I'd imagine for the said cust- you know landlords who are kind of getting all this money for you know setting up the pub for yeah. the road yeah exactly you know what um, it, it, it was definitely one of those pubs that i would drive past and go ah i should go there mm. and i can yeah. only imagine the amount of people that have said that yeah it's, it's, it's right in the middle it's, it's dog walking central around central <laughs> dog yeah. walking central around there as well so it is a perfect one for sunday afternoon you go up crickley hill which is next door and then you stop off on, on the way home is is a bit spot on. But uh, yeah, sadly, can't do it anymore. Sounds like there's, ba- there's begging to have an, another opportunity for, a, you know, another pub to be set up nearby. I should add, there's been like a, a little group of, I think, fans of the pub who are looking at trying to sort of relocate it to, to nearby um, to no avail so far, as far as I'm aware. But um, I'm, I'm sure they'll keep trying anyway. No, sad things, but obviously, you know, uh, is a reason for these things to happen. It's a shame that it's getting getting done under a a, a, a road. Obviously, I mean, you hear about these stories of you know uh, infrastructure projects or town planning that there's just that one holdout like building or person that doesn't want to sell their house, and so they have skyscrapers built around their house. <laughs> it's just like their <laughs> house. And I and I saw this great bit of video of I think it was like in um, in Poland or somewhere like that uh, in somewhere in Europe, and basically it was like some ta- big tower block someone had like taken a video outside their um their new swanky tower block and there's a farmer in a in a in a uh, a harvest a combine harvester going down the middle of the of between all the like the, the buildings because he basically refused to sell this spit of land and still grew crops on it <laughs> <laughs> sounds 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 believable actually isn't it <laughs> now i like that all right well let's go on to something that has been around for a little while but not as long as uh as the 16 um 1600s, as you were saying about that pub, Barber. Uh, let's talk about La, La Chouf. La Chouf. La Chouf. La Chouf. From La Chouf. From the Ardennes <laughs> in Belgium. Nice part of the world, that. It's a lovely... I'd love to go sometime. Apparently, a very thicket, thicket forest in the Ardennes. A um, forest. I'm, I'm not clear, just to say, from an early standpoint, is the Ardennes like... A, um, a wash with garden gnomes is that the that's what I'm trying to <laughs> yes. suss out about the shuf is that it's all about gnomes why are there so many gnomes and like the the brewers themselves are no, they're not they're not actually gnomes but fancy themselves as gnomes <laughs> it's instead of the Christmas elves it's the it's the it's the forest gnomes in the Ardennes making beer <laughs> yeah so, I'm finding a, it a bit just, strange just. Uh, sorry, just a quick side note, but just more. I learned I learned about an interesting company that involves gnomes, like very recently. Have you guys Have you guys ever heard of gnoming? No, I don't think I want to. <laughs> no, it, it, it's fine. so there's a company that you can pay and you can give them an address of somebody you know, or in some circumstances, somebody you don't like, and they will <laughs> fill the garden 
full of gnomes. Oh, I have heard about this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought at first you were going to say it's a company that will turn you into a gnome. Not like <laughs> change your DNA after you <laughs> after you passed away. Yes, yeah. your ashes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I got you. I mean, like you know, like how people caricature themselves. I thought you could get like a little you gnome to have in your garden to you know guard your garden yeah. against wolves or something. A gnome's known for protecting against wolves. I well, they could be pretty feisty, but no, probably not. Uh, no. Also, also, is is there a wolf problem in Cheltenham? Uh, like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> wolves and owls mainly wolves and owls um so swinging back onto gnomes i've got a bit of a reasoning why gnomes gnomes are all plastered all over this brand um so this is coming from uh as a, a, an interview with chris um who is chris Bowwow words yeah have a good good luck with that one mate <laughs> yeah i was gonna say that's that's probably more your bower words um proper belgian name that one uh anyway so he was saying that he was looking on the on tv this is back in the 1982 when they set up the brewery uh the brasserie de achouf um which is uh you know started out in 1982 as i said there's two business partners uh chris and pierre gabron i can say gabron pierre gabron so there you go anyway so chris basically says that there was a, um, they were getting a good reputation when they were kind of creating their beer, uh, but they didn't really have anything kind of like, they, and they were starting to export it a bit further afield. Like it got quite a lot of popularity in the Netherlands, which then got further afield into like the US and then started getting really popular in, in Belgium. So they then decided that obviously they could put a sticker label on their beers, you know, actually kind of brand it themselves. And, uh, but they didn't have any idea about what to put it on there. So, um, he felt that he was kind of, you know, he saw that there was a, um, a neighborhood village that was hosting an auction with all the proceeds going towards like a, you know, a, a victims of a fire. And, uh, and, and it was on TV and there was basically a painting of a gnome that flashed across the screen. And that was it. He saw the potential in it. And that was the icon. That's where the gnome idea comes from. It's basically from a painting that was flashed on the screen as, as an auction. <laughs> this is too much of an assumption for me. I'm pretty sure I'm right. Anyone wondering, Le Chouf is gnome. <laughs> in, is, but I don't, I don't know. Is it, is it in French or is it in Flemish or something? Beep. I think it might be French, but it's like uh, a gnome. It's got to be French. Yeah. Or a, right, I was going to say, I was hoping for more of a magical story that he was once out in the woods drinking a beer and he saw a gnome, and then was like shared shared the beer with the gnome, and they were like, yeah. The gnome said, and his. Oh, you should make beer or something like that, because that's what they sound like. What um, What do you reckon is the name of the gnome? Because obviously the gnome has a name. Chufi. Uh, I think Chufi? I. Okay. I think I think I know this. And aren't there, isn't there more than one gnome? Is the is the main? I did one of the gnome. I'm fairly sure one of the gnomes is called Marcel. That's the original gnome. You're right. April <laughs> eight, 1983, Marcel came into existence. <laughs> OG original gnome. <laughs> <Marcel>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shouldn't make me laugh that much. Um, but there are other gnomes, as I'm told. And I think are the other gnomes loosely on other as, bottles. As, yeah, loosely yes. associated. So is there a Marceline, I think, which is the lady 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 version lady of, of, of of Marcel? Right. Yeah. Check there it you out. Go. <laughs> like, I'm sure I've got a job out, but I've got a list of them somewhere. So it will actually go look on. like we've done Find us the list of gnomes, because there's plenty of different bottles here. It's going to end up making us look like we have done research for a change. <laughs> so the, the one we're having right now is their 40th shuf. 
right? So it's the it's the blonde, it's the it's their kind of like staple beer, their blonde Belgian beer, the the one that is called La Chouf. Uh, but they have others. If you say the name of the Chouf, I'll tell you what its name is. If it's I have got I've got there's only four, but um... so we've got Chouf Forty. Is their birthday blonde beer that's got a whole host of gnomes. I think that's all the gnomes at once on that one. So that's a, I've given you a curveball at the start there, Barbara, so let's I not know, do that one start. Um, right, they've got an alcohol-free one called Shuff Alcohol-Free. That looks to have Marcel on it, actually. Yes, I don't have a specific name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that must be Marcel. Marcel. Uh, Marcel. We've got a Cherry Shuff, which has Marcel, and it also has... Uh, who was the female? Micheline, not Marceline. Micheline. Micheline. Ah, I knew I got Micheline. it somewhere. Uh, it's nice to see they got creative with the names then. Yes, yes exactly. Like Marshall. Thinking left field. <laughs> yeah, Micheline, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's that cherry chouf, as you can imagine, is a, a cherry-tasting Belgian beer. They've got the Hublon chouf, which is their Belgian IPA. That is also Marcel on there. No, They've got... no, oh, it it's isn't. not. Oh. Hublon chouf is Matthew. Ooh. What is what an outstandingly good name that is. That I uh, you, uh, the Hublon is clearly the one everyone wants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, oh, that sounds so yeah. awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hublon and then and then Matthew then Matthew the accountant one. Matthew the accountant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Cheers. It's alright. Okay. So the MC Schuff, the dark Belgian beer, who's that on there? Well, the way I've seen that written down is Muckschuff rather than MC Schuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I quite like the gangster rap vibe. Right yes, I see it. He just freestyles but, um, whenever you're talking to him. Yeah, I just thought so, maybe I'd get a call from some big fast food corporation. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so the either Scottish or um, rapper um, Schuff is, is, is Malcolm. Malcolm, and I'm nice. thinking that might be because Malcolm, I think, is a Scottish name, isn't it? So that's what's making so me that maybe think be, that's Muck, more, that's more, yeah, more yeah, than yeah, MC yeah. Shuff. Yeah, it's not Dre. That's it. <laughs> no. <laughs> what is no, what just, is Muckchuff then? <laughs> Muckchuff. I don't know. <laughs> it's just all the leftovers. Yeah, it's a dark, dark Belgian beer. Um, okay, what's the Shuff Blanche? Who's on the Shuff Blanche? This is the Belgian white beer. Oh, I'm on blonde rather than blanche. Oh wait, the Hoblon Schuel. Uh, oh, Schuel Blanche, Belgian wheat beer. Can, can mm. I can I do a side note also because right. I know I've spotted that um, Schuel do one, and I think we've mentioned it a few times in the past. I think we need to get hold of a bock. Yes, and do Love a bock or a bock mm. or a double bock, double bock, double bock. I always associate box with South Africa. Um, yeah. Because of that, you know, Spring super box, box, which is quite very big, <laughs> and the box, yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, it, it makes sense that it's got you know Dutch and Belgian kind of like heritage, hasn't it, yeah, in South Africa yeah. and roots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I quite like super box actually. Um, that is a different tip, kind of beer because that's more like a lager, though, isn't it? But I, I think yeah. it's different from an actual box, if that makes sense. So, well, there you go. Enjoy that bit of tidbit. <laughs> Um, so what are we getting with the the notes of the beer? What are, what are we what are we look what are we seeing, gents, with this beer? Do you know what? I actually let's have a little taste, and, and I'll tell you what I think. Travis, you've got to be I've... chuffing on. You've got to be chuffing on this chuff right now. <laughs> I'm quite I'm quite enjoying this the, this chuff. I'm not going to lie. It's 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 very <laughs> citrusy, and yeah. um, the, I am getting the I'm, I'm getting the wheaty taste coming through as well. A little bit wheaty. Mm. 
What yeah. you what you refer to as the no. wheaty taste is the thing that I sometimes think makes me I think oh, it's a bit like honeyish a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Because it's got it kind of honeyish. Yeah, I I that sounds really stupid. <laughs> Because <laughs> those two things aren't, aren't linked as far as I'm aware. Um, but it's almost like got that kind of sweet, like a little bit creamy type going yeah. in the background. Tell me I'm saying the right thing. No, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. It's it's what you get Can with get these you, blonde yeah. beers that are like re-fermented. It's, yeah. it is, it's, very, it's that re-fermentation where they add that extra bit of sugar or yeast just before bottling. So add that extra, like re, that re-fermenting, basically. So yeah, that is why we're... we're chomping down on 8% ABV right now. This has gone through two layers of, of fermentation. Um, you know, the first first brew and then this and then the second just before bottling. So, yeah, this is a a punchy one to start the evening off, but gents. I was looking on it and this gnome's riding a unicycle, isn't he? <laughs> oh. Which he one is. are you which one are you uh, So that's consuming. the blonde that I've got the blonde. I've oh, got the I've blonde. got the uh, I've got the, the I've got the, the the 40. I've got this one. Okay, yes. So I think I, the the forty is just is that the fortieth anniversary of the the blonde. I thought this was the blonde. It says blonde Belgian beer. Yeah, yeah. I think you've just got the one you've bought out of the a different the, label. The, the, the yeah, it's yeah. got the okay. right yeah or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Something like that. A limited but, edition. There you go. But yeah, but I, I was just reading about things that happen when you drink Le Chauf beer mm, on their website. Tell and us. it says makes unicycling easier. <laughs> <laughs> unicycling right. is not straightforward. I, I must say that sounds like the sort of thing actually you'd be able to do, Travis. Have you ever had a go on a unicycle? I, I have had a go on a unicycle. I, I can't it do it. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's the. It's not I, straightforward, is it? Oh, I've got the I, name I of... did try. I did try no. a unicycle which had a flat tire that didn't go well. Yeah, That's I must even admit. harder. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't good. I think I'd like a unicycle. That is a great way to, you know, as well as your roller your newfound rollerblading habit of breaking both your wrists at the same time. I think both of those things can happen. Roller <laughs> rollerblading and unicycling. Yeah, it would make a great story though. <laughs> that is true, especially yeah. if you've got Lachoff on the, uh, you know, yeah, added the way. at the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how do you reckon this uh, Le Chouf Belgian beer should be uh, served? What's the serving recommendation? It's got to be almost in like one of those like dumpy, broad glasses. But I'm having it out of a tulip because that's ah. the nearest I can, I can yeah. manage. You spot on, Barbara. It's meant to be from a tulip. Oh, okay. There you go. It serves me right. Go. You know, sometimes I think my tulip is, I could almost see it like being, it needs to be like a, a, like a fatter one than that you know mm. um, it was always one of those beers that I seemed to see racked up next to wherever it was that I was I always seemed to um, see it stacked up next to Quack you know that one with the wooden handle it's like a glass and you always had it out of yeah, the glasses yeah. held yeah. by the wooden thing um, yeah I love that I love a Quack yeah, yeah. and um, I'm guessing that I would have thought this is maybe like chilled but maybe not like as straight out of the fridge as like five degrees something like that i'm guessing it should be like five to ten for a serving yeah it says, it says six to ten is the serving recommendation get oh, me barber there you go it's a it's a thing do you know what i wanted to call it? it's like a thinking beer isn't it that's yeah. not that's not a phrase <laughs> that anyone's what ever do you mean you explain know. your thinking I mean, it's not yeah. a drink it's not a drinker it's a thinker oh you're not okay. having this while you're you're not having it while you're having a big 
beer sash, are you? It's that kind of seven o'clock <laughs> aperitif style. Um, and it's almost like, so actually, I think I read also this is like down to the fact that before they only ever did 75 cent- centiliter bottles. Mm. And it's one that you then go and pour. I just said it's like yes. not one you have in, a, in a, a beer drinking session, but it's like when you have. With you other have, people. You, yeah, with other yeah, people. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then you all just gather around and have, you know, sensible conversation about it. Or, or other things. Do you know what other beers like. are quite like? N- name me, name me another beer that's quite like that, gents. D- that's quite like a bit of a, a a sipping. It's also at Belgium. Is it Duvel? Spot on. Oh, go on. Duvel. Duvel. Yeah, I was thinking that one too. Now, what is the connection between uh, Le Chouf and Duvel? Gnomes run their operation. They've always been at war with each other. The gnomes were at war together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Duval are known for their war. Their, their, the, the gnomes <laughs> versus because the Duval was the devil, wasn't it? And yeah, it's a so, sort yeah. of Lord of the Rings style um, battle for middle Belgium, Europe. <laughs> <laughs> well, the connection between Le Chouf and Duval is that Duval Mortgard bought Brasserie de Chouf, who uh, owned this beer and uh, these beers, in two thousand and six. So oh, they yeah. have been. They own. They are the owners of La Chouf. And then uh, I think going that, that must have had the impact on the distribution rights because I think this smaller bottle that we're having now only started in like two thousand and nine. Yeah, I think you're. Absolutely, I don't think they're they're uh, they're two separate things, Bob. I think you're absolutely spot on. I think they're definitely together. Um, that, but also as well, they now they they currently they went from like you know making. You know, from uh, the, the the first ever kind of bruise they made was out of a cow shed in, in the Ardennes, that's how they started out, to then making 125,000 hectolitres per annum. You know, so say, it's a serious, yeah, <laughs> serious it's, jump. It's honestly like someone's garage and there's a picture of it and I'm a little bit like, I'm glad I'm not drinking something from, from in that <laughs> to be, to be, I don't want to be too snobby, but yeah, it looks uh, rustic, I think is the word. So I'm just um, I'm I'm just looking on their web I'm just looking on their website at the and they do a brewery tour and I'm just looking at their brewery and it looks fantastic and oh. I think we should go. I think we we should do a Belgian. We should do. I've always wanted to go Cologne with to go to Cologne with you boys to to to, to experience the the Cologne style of drinking beers in in bars where you have to kind of cover off your 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 mat if you don't want to have any more poured mm. into it, but. There's other other obviously countries we should be going together and, and doing a bit of a tour of breweries and, and uh, episodes and, and taking around. Um, so these obviously these beers usually come with some level of kind of food pairing. Do you want to give me an uh, you know what do you think this is uh, this is going to be paired well with fish? Yeah, fish. We've got uh, salmon tuna here, lobster mussels, spicy ooh. sushi. Ooh. Yeah. All right. That's just uh, quite hungry. Camembert. <laughs> don't talk <laughs> nice. about cheese. No, afraid not. I was thinking oh, okay. they've got one, because I guess you're talking about blonde, isn't it? I bet they've got one that does go well with Camembert, haven't they? Oh, like, actually, you know, I, do, like I just, the... sorry, but, Travis, I completely disregarded you there. Unpasteurized cow's cheese. Yes. <laughs> there we go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bosh. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Well done. Last thoughts on last thoughts on uh, on Lachouf before I do the numbers. Yeah, good Belgian option. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, find, I to be honest, I would put out there that I'm not that good at if you put me in front of Lachouf 
uh, and Duvel, Deville, whatever it was called, and I'm just trying to think of some of those those Dutch quack. ones as well. Yeah, Quack and some of that. I might not be able to say, well, I wouldn't have that one. I'd have this one. Um, but it is that you know, it's, it's one of my thinkers for every now and then. What do you think, Drabs? Do you think you could tell the difference between those that Barbara just listed? Uh, probably not. In all honesty, blonde beer tastes very similar to me across the board. <laughs> <laughs> I. I feel like I'm I'm slowly getting there. It's not something we've grown up on, right? We've grown up on lagers, which is why we can tell the difference between Carlsberg and sorry, Carling and Foster's. It's you know very similar, but it, we can we can taste the difference between those two lagers. I really we're here struggle in the UK because I just assume they're both water, and it's yeah. Uh, well, yeah. You know, you would, <laughs> but honestly, I'm slowly getting there because I've, a friend of mine is a big big fan of Belgian beers, so I've gone out of my way to whenever we meet up, we go to some fantastic Belgian bars in the in the in the in london um and uh and there's one actually opened up in worcester grabbers which we'll go to when we're next there together okay. which is fan- which is the first time i had a quack which was why i know it was fantastic um and uh yeah so long story short i'm slowly getting there and yeah. i think this la Chouf is a is a banger I'm, to- I'm i'm a fan that i can get this like down at my local tesco's uh, and supermarkets and i can pick this up because i'm in, quite enjoying this yeah to be fair it's, it's a lot more accessible than the eight uh, percent suggests but also to uh, i suppose to qualify what i was just saying then actually because we're used to the lagers here we probably actually should be in a fairly good position mm. to actually tell the difference between these things which are kind of stronger and you have in smaller quantities and, and that sort of thing but i think actually possibly my problem or maybe mine mine and drabbers maybe what we need to go and do is actually go and try a couple of them together yeah. and and you know taste yeah. and, and, and compare and contrast <laughs> I think I think you've hit on there something, Barbara. It's really like it's the way that we consume our beer. It has to be like um, we have to change our mindset when we come to these beers, these Belgian beers. You know, it, it can't be we're we're having sessionable. You talked about it earlier on. These aren't sessionable beers. You can't be there expecting to drink. You know, go through three or four. You know, with a couple of mates, you need to be. You know passing a glass or like pouring a bottle out between glasses between friends. You know, and just sampling it that way. Agreed. Agreed. Um, so numbers wise. They don't have Instagram and uh, Twitter list linked from their website. I'll go and have a look at those in a second. But I think what I can give you... Their posts have got to be like written on scrolls or something, haven't they? And passed by like carriage <laughs> agent. I think guys... But they're only from 1982, uh, so it's not that long ago, really. It, it kind of gives you the quirkiness of their, their kind of branding. It does definitely yeah, need an update. Yeah. Um, but basically, they've got a Facebook page, which has a 4.8 star rating and 359 reviews of the brewery. Oh, nice. And they also, which I was quite, I was more interested in, is a Spotify, where they, you can follow oh. their, um, their different kind of different, I'm going to link it to you now in the chat. Um, and they have basically all these different kind of playlists for different times of year, all with the gnomes. Love which that. I just thought I was think, hilarious. I think, wasn't it? It was the un- Union Beer did that as well. Yes. I really like that because they had one of their beers named after Days of the Week. And then they had, playlists for days of the week yes yes totally um and then that's the playlist that you listen to on that day yeah yeah yeah, totally. yeah i like that that's cool so yeah they don't have an instagram and i presume that's going to be the same thing for twitter you'd have thought yeah uh, they do have a le Chouf gnome on twitter that has 1310 but i don't know if this is an official le Chouf. it looks looks pretty official but 
it also could just be the ramblings of someone who really likes Le Chiffre. So, you know, there's basically <laughs> I, photos of gnomes <laughs> in random places of the world that's tagged them in it. So that might be what it is. <laughs> And that's all we have time for from this week's episode of the I'll Try That Podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber, and Simo, goodbye. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I'll Try That Podcast.com, and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now. <laughs>